This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Hi, this is Karen Hubbard. Join me Monday through Friday at 5.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. for WCNO's Community Calendar. Your nonprofit community calendar events should be sent to WCNO two weeks in advance. Our address is WCNO 2960 Southwest Map Road, Palm City, Florida 34990 or email us at WCNO at WCNO.com. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarbus, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. What do you think?
think Kim would do if all I did was just sit in the other room and I intellectually just loved her? And I just sat there playing Halo for 10 hours going, well, I really do love her. Come on. I mean, I got to put the game down once in a while and put some lotion on them feet. It's the truth. I got to learn how to love her emotionally. I got to know how to feel towards her. Hmm? I can't just go every now and then I think about her and go, yep, I love her. Yay. Yay for me, I got Kim. And then don't tell her? Don't show her? Huh? I mean, if I just did that, Kim would be going around, what the heck is wrong with him? Is there something wrong with me? Did I do something wrong? Is there something going on in here? He don't want to hug me. He don't want to hold my hand. He don't want to kiss me. He don't want to talk to me. What did, how many of what the next question is, what did I do? Or who is he talking to? I don't know about y'all, but Kim wants me to tell her she looks nice. Hmm? She wants me to say, here, baby, take the credit card. Go to Dillard's. Huh? She wants me to hold her hand. She wants me to tell her I love her. Why? Because that's how you are when you're devoted to people. Come on, amen? Hmm? I mean, Kim don't want to go out on a date with me. And then when we get out there on the date, I'm just sitting there going, well, i got to go out and do my duty with Kim. This is part of my life experience as a husband. Date night once a week. I'm just going to do my job. Go out to eat, sit down and get my Facebook out and just scroll up and down on Facebook and take care of everything. Eat, go home and relax and get my shoes off and go, boy, that was fun. And never talk to Kim. I mean, that's not what we're doing. Come on, amen? That, you don't do your duty. That's what people do every Sunday when they come in here to worship, though. Every Sunday, I'm going to come in. I'm going to do my duty. I'm going to show pastor that I'm going to be committed. I'm going to be dedicated. I'm going to be there at 10 o'clock. I'm not going to miss any worship. I'll be there on the first song. Woo! Hallelujah! Leave out of here at 12.30 in the afternoon going, I did my duty. I got my stuff done. I really did it. And never worship the Lord. Never get touched. Never receive anything. Just a sense of accomplishment because you did what you thought you needed to do. And somehow you thought you pleased God by doing what you did. But you really just showed up and ignored Him. No, no, no. Come on. Amen. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus died for you. He let them nail his hands to the to a cross. He was beaten, speared, and whipped for you. He said, by his stripes you are healed. He was bruised for your iniquities. He was wounded for your transgressions. You've got every reason to show up every time the door is open. Throw your hands up and cry out to God Almighty and say, God, I'm here to worship you in my heart, in my mind, with all my strength and all my intellect and all my body. I'm going to up, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna shout. Come on, amen. He said, I want you to love me with all your heart, with all of your emotions, all of your physical strength. I want you to love me with, and all of your intellectual capacity. I want you to love me that way, amen. In other words, I don't want to just be something that you think about once in a while. I don't want to be something that you just clap to a song and your mind be somewhere else. Thinking about them onion rings at Applebee's. Everybody got their phone out going, I'm, I'm looking at my Bible. Oh, they didn't like that status. What was that scripture again? God wants everything that's in you to learn how to glorify Him in every aspect of who you are. Hmm? 
I mean, you know, one of the ways we physically express worship is through singing. Everybody say singing. Psalms 96.1 says this, sing a new song unto the Lord. And listen, when some people sing, it's always a new song because they sing it different every time they sing it. <laughs> Nobody recognizes what they're singing because it's a new song. Hmm? In other words, it don't have nothing to do with your capacity to carry a tune. Listen, you might sound like you're killing a cat when you sing, but that's not what it's about. It's about you worshiping the Lord. Huh? It don't have to be pleasant to everybody around you. Your father wants to hear you. I've got this theory that people that don't sing good here on planet earth are going to sing like angels in heaven. Everybody that sings good here on earth is going to can't carry a tune in heaven. I just believe that somewhere in my mind because I can't sing right now and I know God's going to redeem it. Huh? But he said, I want you to express yourself in singing. Hmm? And we're going to talk a little bit about why that's important in just a minute. But one of the indicators that people have come into captivity is that people lose their song. One of the indicators that you're burdened down with life is that you can't sing. You don't have a, a, you don't have a song in your heart. You know, you never heard anybody whistling like this and be depressed because it don't happen. You hear somebody whistling like that, you know why they're doing that? Because they got a song in their heart. They're happy. Come on, amen. So one of the indicators that, that you are depressed or you're discouraged or you're frustrated or you're not connecting with God is that you lose your song. Psalms 137 verse 1 says this, The rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yes, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. For there are those who carried us away captive. At, listen, they took them as slaves. And after they took them as slaves, they said, Asked of us a song. Those who plundered us requested myrrh, saying, Sing us one of those songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? In other words, they'd been taken as slaves and they lost their song. The captors wanted them to sing one of the songs of Zion because one of the songs of Zion was really uplifting. Like, we can't sing you that song. We're too discouraged. You took everything. You took our home. You took our livelihood. Now you're hauling us off to a foreign land. We lost our song. Come on, does that make sense? And amen? Hmm? Listen to this. Don't miss this. Whenever any person begins to have captivity that is controlling their life, You'll find out they're not singing, they're not worshiping, they're not doing nothing. They lose their capacity to want to worship. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, praise and worship has to be done by faith. You got to do it anyway. You got to do it in the greatest loss, the greatest struggles, the greatest depression. Because your victory is going to ride in on your faith by worshiping God anyway. Listen, some of you in this room, you need to get your song back. Some of you forgot how to sing the songs of Zion. Come on, help me somebody, amen? Hmm? Touch somebody and say, you need to get your song back. It's time to sing. It's time to sing. Ezekiel 28, 11 says this. Ezekiel's given a description of a king called the king of Tyre. But he's really talking about the power or the evil force that is behind the king 
or the spirit that is controlling him. And in this scripture, he begins to describe Lucifer. It's a description of Satan before he fell. Is everybody all right? Huh? And when Satan operated in heaven, it says in verse 11, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre, and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardis, topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onks, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created or literally designed in you. In other words, Lucifer had like organ pipes designed in his body. They were up out of his neck. You were the anointed cherub who covers... I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the days you were created until iniquity was found in you by the abundance of your trading. Everybody say trading. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore... I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your trading therefore i brought fire from your midst it devoured you and i turned you to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all who saw you now watch this here's what ezekiel said this is a reference to satan lucifer being cast out hmm? i mean the name lucifer means morning star everybody say morning star lucifer by biblical description was the most beautiful thing that god ever created He was beauty from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. He was gorgeous. Come on, amen. There are two angels. There's two types of angels that the Bible talks about when you study Scripture. One is called seraphim. The other one's called cherubim. Everybody say that. Seraphim and cherubim. Hmm? Seraphim is the highest ranking order of the angelical realm that we know of scripturally. They're the ones that carry out the missions that God sends them on. They're the ones that, that carry out the missions of heaven to earth. Whenever you see the angel of the Lord, which was a representation or a type of Jesus in the Old Testament, that was seraphim that carried the, come on, that carried the messages to the earth. They give the orders. They are the hands and feet of heaven. God thinks it, they do it. Come on, God speaks it, it manifests. Come on. Now cherubim, on the other hand, they have no particular form. We just know that they had wings and they had eyeballs all over them. They could see everything. They knew what was going on all the time, everywhere. And we know this about them, that they are always very aware and they always discerned everything that went on in heaven. And the Bible says this about cherubim, that they went forth like rays of light. I mean, the devil was called the angel of light. St. Lucifer was referred to as the, the, the angel of light. Matter of fact, when Paul talks about Satan in the book of Corinthians, he calls him the angel of light. In other words, there was something that he used to be as a representation of heaven that represented light. 
Because as a cherub, he was full of light. He was a radiant being. He radiated the light of God. But here's what God said. He said, you were the cherub that covered. Everybody say covered. Now, the Bible talks about four cherubs. And basically, if you read the book of Psalms, there are four cherubs that hold up the throne of God. God sits on his throne. It's held up by four cherubs. There was a fifth cherub, which was the greatest cherub, that actually was above God, that covered God, and that was Lucifer. And Lucifer worshipped God. All the angels worshipped God, but he was the worship leader. Come on, somebody, help me. Amen? Hmm? And the Bible says this about him. It says he was cast to earth. And here's what God said to him. He said, when I created you, I created you with timbrels and with pipes on the inside of you. How many know a little bit about Greek mythology? Now, in Greek mythology, there's this, there's this, this creature called Pan, the god Pan, right? How many know what Pan is? He's half goat, half man. Waist down, he's goat. And from the waist up, he's man, except for he's got little goat horns on his head. And he plays this thing called the Pipes of Peace. Come on. I mean, that was derived from the description of Lucifer. That these Pipes of Peace actually, according to biblical traditional teachings, were in the neck of Lucifer and went down into his lungs. And every time he would breathe, worship would flow up out of his neck towards God. He would breathe worship to God. And the pipes would worship over the throne of God. It says there were two things on the inside of him. One says pipes. How many know if you play a keyboard or you play a guitar or, or, or you play stringed instruments, they never involve any breath? It's all strings. Everybody say stringed instruments. huh? How many know you can never play anything with a pipe unless you have air? You have to have breath. Everybody say breath. If you want to play a trumpet or a saxophone or any kind of a horn or anything, you can't do that unless you blow into it. you got to have breath. Then he said this. He said, inside of you there were timbrels. Everybody say timbrels. Timbrels were things that made rhythm. Right, Kai? Timbrels. Everybody say timbrels. Timbrels made rhythm. It, it was actually the same word that was used in other places to describe the, the small instruments that were used by the tribes in Africa to keep rhythm. It was the sound of Africa. I mean, that's where drums came from. Nobody never heard a drum until they went to Africa. When you went to Africa, all over the whole continent, you would hear drums off in the distance, coming out of the jungle, coming off of the mountain, coming across the desert. You would hear the drums beating. Every rhythm, every sound had a language to it that communicated by the sound of rhythm. Everybody say rhythm. Hmm? Today we call them drums and cymbals. He said that's what was inside of Lucifer. Pipes and drums. That means that over the throne of God, there was pipes that were playing music, and there was a constant rhythm of heaven that was taking place during worship. He said that was in him. It was the ability to have rhythm. And everything that had breath that could create sound was manifesting in heaven so that God's throne was continually in the midst of all kinds of sound. All kinds. Of, listen, it's not quiet in heaven. If you think heaven is quiet and irreverent, and everybody's walking around very solemn, 
You got the wrong idea. It's loud and noisy in heaven. There's music playing. There's choirs and choirs and choirs of angels that are singing. There's cheering going on. There's a party every day. Come on, somebody. There's people clapping. There's people cheering. There's people that are shouting the same things over. Some people are shouting, worthy, worthy, worthy. Other people are shouting, holy, holy, holy. Great is our God. Other people are saying, he's God Almighty. Lord God Almighty. He is the Almighty. All that's going on in heaven every moment of every second, it happens and it has not stopped. Come on, somebody help me. Amen. Mm. And people are singing. Somebody say they're singing. Woo. I love it. So what we do in here for 30 minutes at church service is just a tiny, 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 tiny little piece of what's manifesting up in heaven. Hmm? Matter of fact, when you get to Isaiah chapter 6, he has a vision. He says it is the angels that sing continually, holy, holy, holy. The whole earth is full of your glory. That means if you heard them 3,000 years ago, they were singing. You hear them today, they're singing 3,000 years from now. They'll still be singing because God is in the midst of worship all the time. And Satan, the devil, was the one who orchestrated that worship. And led that worship. He was an instrument that radiated non-stop worship over the throne of God. It was the sound of heaven. But the Bible says that he becomes enthralled with himself. And he took what was meant for God. And he wanted to make it his own. I mean, that's the downfall of every, every, everybody we know. When we take what belongs to God and make it our own. Can I just tell you, you belong to God. Your life was not meant to be your own. It was meant to be lived for Him. The greatest downfall of every living human being and every person that has ever lived is when they don't understand the revelation that your life is not your own. It was meant to be lived for God. That's the undoing of mankind. That's the lesson of the Garden of Eden. When man took control of himself away from God. Matter of fact, Isaiah 14 says this. You sought to replace God with yourself. Man, we ain't got time to go there. We'll have to preach that another time. <clears throat> Here's what God said he did. Stay with me. He said, I took him and I cast him out. I cast him to the earth. And I'm making him to be ashes in the midst of all the people who can see him. Now listen. Watch this. When he came to earth, he still had within him his created giftedness that he had when he was in heaven he didn't lose his pipes he didn't lose his timbrels he didn't lose in essence what he was created to do he just became perverted in what he was doing how many of you know today that sin is actually mistaken identity it's a perversion of the truth it's a parallel life to the truth it's just not the truth it was all still in him. And here's what Ezekiel was saying. He was saying this. He said, you spread your iniquity. Everybody say, you spread your iniquity. Now listen, that word iniquity is a very interesting word. Iniquity means the bent or the twist. Everybody say, the bent or the twist. Hmm? It means that you become twisted in your purpose. You have a purpose, but it's become twisted because sin got in. So now you were going this way, but now you're going this way. You've been bent. 
or you've been twisted. That's what iniquity does. He said you were created to praise God, but you wanted to praise yourself. You were created to keep the throne in the center of the world, but you made yourself the center of the world. And because you are twisted or because you are bent, you could not stay in the presence of God. So I cast you down and I cast you down to the earth. And watch this. And your giftedness and your created capacity and its ability into the earth, it was all cast down to the earth. And he uses the word in the New King James, he uses this word, trading. Everybody say trading. Literally what he said is, he said this, he said, you began to spread your iniquity or your twist by trading or trafficking in human affairs. In other words, you took your bent and your twist and you got involved in the life of human beings. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. Pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. 
Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. And you shall have 